I figured that the that the like my team would be close, and that we would have like my camarader like strong strong camaraderie, but it's on a another level than I thought it was going to be coming to college. That was Jonathan Taylor, class of 2019, talking about his experience as one of a close-knit group of teammates on the Villanova lacrosse team. Welcome to the End Zone series of the Focal Point Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Sinha. Coming up, we've got our End Zone editor, William Annual's conversation with Jonathan Taylor. They talk about the differences in seasons. Jonathan is a sophomore this year at Villanova, so he compares his freshman season to his sophomore season, especially with COVID restrictions. Jonathan also talks about the ups and downs of the season in terms of results for Villanova, as well as his experience returning from COVID during this last season. Other than that, make sure that you check out the other Enzone podcasts that are dropping today, but I'll kick it over to William. Enjoy this conversation. And I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to another edition of Enzone. I'm joined by fellow Villanova Wildcat and former St. Mark's Lion, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan is a sophomore defenseman for the Villanova Wildcats men's lacrosse team who graduated from St. Mark's in 2019. And here he earned all American, all state and all SEC honors. Jonathan, welcome in. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's just awesome that we're playing lacrosse this year. Um, my brother actually plays Division One lacrosse up in Buffalo for Canisius, and so it's been great to be able to watch his games and everything. So I know you all had kind of a forgettable season opener against Georgetown, but from there, you all yeah. played very well. <laughs> Uh, so you currently are ranked 16th in the nation and are six and four, but with two heartbreaking losses by one goal um, just this week to Denver, I saw. And so kind of talk to me a little bit about how the season is going for yourself individually and as well as for the team as a whole. Do you all feel like you're under or outperforming expectations? So we kind of feel like as a team, I guess, um, so, like, I don't want to say that that were like my underperforming expectations, but we definitely don't feel like we get the respect that the respect that we deserve. And then, like, it especially seems with like my media that they always kind of look down on us. And like, that's been that's been like my every year. And, and it's like one funny thing too is is like whenever we go into a, a like a big game so like my last year we opened up with Yale Penn State and then Maryland and then so with like with each of those games we were basically expected to like lose and then we ended up beating Maryland which was I think they were ranked number three at the time yeah, and then before yeah. the season got cut short we beat Penn who was ranked, I want to say, number nine in the country. So, like, one thing with us is that we always kind of try to focus on ourselves and not be, like, my outside noise. And then, um, and, and this, like, personally, so, like, I got the, like, my COVID virus 
my like my first week back on campus. And then so like I missed like my two weeks there. And then and then when I, I came out of like my quarantine, I don't think my body was ready to like my play yet. And and then I ended up pulling my hamstring. So like I've been pretty much dealing with that the entire season. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see even like professional athletes struggle coming back from COVID. So like it's affecting everyone differently, it seems like. Would you say that Division One lacrosse is everything you thought it would be? And then kind of walk me through your daily schedule during the season, like starting from the time you get out of bed. So like I'd probably say that it's more than I thought it was going to be because like I didn't really expect – so like I figured that the that the, like my team would be close, and that we would have like my camarad like strong strong camaraderie, but it's on a another level than I thought it was going to be coming to college, and then it's like our team is like very very close, and then it's basically like a a like my brotherhood and another family, which is something that's like my very nice to have. And then so with the workload, during the fall, we have lift in the morning three times a week. And then we have practice every day. And then we have our like my Saturdays and then our sun and then our Sundays off. And then and then so like our lifts are normally out like I'm at 8 a.m. And then we practice anywhere from 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 like my 230 to either four or five and then in the spring we don't lift in the mornings we'll we'll lift after practice three to four times a week and then we practice every single day and then on sundays we don't have um we don't have practice but we always have lift and and then so like i would say the spring is definitely very very busy once we get in season because we normally have about a hour of film before practice or or so like anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour like it kind of just depends on the day and then we go to practice which can be anywhere from from like my 45 minutes to to like my two hours and then we have lift after practice three times a week and then games so we have to travel for games and then and then like my that could be a lot so when we fly, because we put, play Marquette and then we play Denver every single year because they're in the, the like my Big East conference. So with flights, we normally leave on Thursday. We practice after school, we're playing at, on Friday. And then we play that Saturday and then we fly back that day. So like my traveling, it's like, it's definitely fun to like my travel and to be with the team but it definitely wears down on the body too. For sure, yeah. And at a pretty tough uh, university academically, I'm sure it can probably get pretty overwhelming. Um, yeah. So as I mentioned, my brother plays lacrosse up in Buffalo for Canisius, and so I know all about kind of the impact of COVID on their conference and their schedule and like who they're playing this year. So I have to ask you overall, uh, just how much different has this season been due to COVID compared to last year? Like what restrictions are in place? What are you, what are, what all are you doing this year that you're not doing last year and kind of all that? So the season has been really different. 
because of COVID. So like one of the like my biggest things is we don't have 24 hour 24 hour access to the to the like my locker room. So before practice, it it's kind of like you just go to the locker room and then you get changed and then you go out to practice and then you come back in and then you get changed and then you just leave. There's like not really any time to to collect your thoughts and then get and in, 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 into the uh a like my practice mindset before you get out onto the field. And the other thing is like masks. So we have to wear masks when we practice. Oh geez. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, which is definitely <laughs> so like it definitely makes things harder than they would normally be because you can't really breathe. And then we have to wear ma- masks and be like in the weight room and then on the bus too. And then so with traveling for the like my social distancing uh for the social distancing guidelines that we have to follow we take like my two buses now instead of one bus which we did last year because we have probably one of the smallest rosters in division one lacrosse and then so like we have and a like my offensive bus and they have a defensive bus and then it's like like then there's the like my optics too. So like we actually got yelled at after one game because like my after the game players went to the sidelines to like when talk to their parents. And then some players didn't have their masks all, all the way pulled up. And, and then so like we got in trouble for that. Because like a, another thing about being a division one athlete is like wherever you go. I don't want to say that there's a like a target on your back, but like when people always know who you are. And and there's a certain a, a like there's certain expectations that you have to follow that the normal student m- m- might not be suspect to you. So like for example, during the fall, oh, so like another thing was during the fall and then the first two weeks of the season, we we weren't allowed to practice as they am a full team. We did pods. So the pods were be like my freshman class and then half the sophomores and and then half the sophomores and, and the juniors and then the seniors and the other grad students. So like that definitely made it harder to to prepare for the season because um because going into the Georgetown game, which we kind of talked about before the podcast, like it didn't really go well. And then part of that was because we didn't really have the opportunity to prepare for the game as we normally would. So, so like, I think we had four days of practicing as a team going into that game, which definitely um, showed on the, on the scoreboard. So, like, COVID has definitely thrown a wrench in, in this season and this year. So like it's been something that 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 like what we've been dealing with, for sure. Yeah, my brother's team also had to practice in in the fall, and so yeah, that definitely messed with them a lot. I know. Um, and also, yeah, like I can't even imagine what the spotlight is like on the Villanova basketball players on campus. Like, uh, I mean, I'm sure everything they do is being like seen, and like every, everyone's always watching them, obviously, because like. The yeah, guys on campus and all that, but yeah, so it's like, like the basketball players have this like the secret, there's like a secret society going almost. It's like so like with this year, 
they have this like hotel. They had no players that like that that like actually that, that like that actually lived on campus. And then they have their like own like a weight room Jeez. and stuff too. So like you kind of don't really see them until you're watching them play on TV. And then it's like, oh, like I'm a that guy's in my like my Zoom class. It's <laughs> funny. Um, so moving on, I'm interested to know like who has been the individual matchup for you this year, uh, like in in the games you've played. Is there a certain player from another team that's really pushed you? So like, if like I'm a kind of changes week to week because the thing a about the visual on the cross is that like. Basically, every single team has two or three players that are like really, really good. It it's like not like high, it's not like high school where where you might go and then play. Let's say like McKellar, and then the and then the team doesn't win games because because the entire team is bad in college. It's like the like what team might not win games just because like like. So like I would say one thing about college across is, is that is that like pretty much any team can beat anybody on 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 like my on on like my any given day, and there's like even with like my St. John's, who hasn't won a Big East game in the past six years. Wow. The other week, they went to to like my overtime with Marquette, and then Marquette was a team. The like my first time we played. We played them. We only beat them by like two goals, and then the second time we kind of smashed their faces in. I think it was like a seventeen to like um, to, to like ten. So the thing about calls across, I would say, is that like each team has two or three players that are like very very good, and and so I wouldn't really say that like we give that there's more players that we worry about more than others i would just say that like we go into certain games saying that we like i'm a can't let this guy hot or we like i'm a can't let this guy get hot and then we can't let and then we can't let we can't let this guy get hot so like my ethan walker who plays for denver and then he got drafted into the like my pll this week when when we played them this week this past wednesday and the like my ot loss so like I would say that that would that would be somebody who who he kind of said be like I can't let him get hot and then he scored goals during the game, but they weren't the goals that he normally scores where he like would take somebody take somebody take somebody to the rack and scores. They were more just like just like my garbage goals and then he got the like my OT winner where he dove into the crease and then I would say Jake Caraway is in 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 another player. Going into the Georgetown game, where we kind of said like that's somebody that we have to watch out for just because he's such a like a good shooter, and then if you give him time to like to like get his hands free, there's a pretty solid chance that he's going to score. For sure, yeah, I know um, Caraway and Walker both having insane seasons. So this has to be pretty tough. Man. Yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to know, kind of in practice, like who's the toughest guy you have to guard? Like, I know Patrick Daly, he's really good. And Keegan Khan. So with me, I play more of of a like my LSM role now. 
So like, I would say in practice, the hardest person I have to guard is definitely Matthew Campbell, just because he's so big and he's so fast. Like it's like, so like even when you get your hands on him, it's like hard to like to to like change his direction and make him go where you want to go. And there's a, like a joke that we kind of have on our team. So 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 like when we play like teams that aren't that that like aren't top tier, it's kind of like Campbell basically scores when he wants to. <laughs> it's just because he's so big, he's so fast, and then he shoots so hard. It's like you can't really stop him. Yes, he's unstoppable. Um, yeah, I think that's all I had. Uh, you definitely. Uh, provides some really good answers to my questions. And so um, thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time out of your super busy schedule. Yeah, no problem. All right. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks to William. That was awesome. You guys clearly can talk about lacrosse for, for hours. So I'm in awe. Make sure to keep an eye out for the rest of the Endzone podcast coming out today. It is Endzone Day, and we've got a whole slate of 15 podcasts coming out today. Just hours upon hours upon hours of amazing audio. So follow us on whatever podcast platform you're using so that you don't miss out. If your platform allows you to, drop a five-star rating, leave us a review, share with your friends, share with your family, share with the first five people you see, even if they're strangers, and know that I'll appreciate it. Other than that, enjoy Endzone, enjoy the rest of these podcasts, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you around.